It's Thursday, October 29, 2009. A green Halloween? Get ready for toxic costumes, energy vampires, and scary home energy bills. Plus, who's afraid of climate legislation? I am a scary Halloween indeed. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. All of that and more straight ahead. Prepare for six minutes of green Halloween news and snarky comment. We invented solar. We invented wind. Yeah, we... We what, John Kerry? We invented solar. We invented wind. Okay, whatever you say, this is your Green News Report. Okay, we hate to take anybody out of context there, but we did. That was John Kerry uh, saying that we invented wind, trying to outdo uh, Al Gore and that whole we invented the internet thing. But that was part of the Senate climate change hearings on Tuesday. A lot of interesting things, an interesting dynamic, too, going on in those hearings. Desi Doyen, what do you have for yeah, us Yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. It's Halloween this weekend, and the Coalition for Safe Cosmetics is warning parents to be careful. In the Coalition for Safe Cosmetics? That's their name. Okay. They're warning parents to be careful careful in selecting children's face paints because testing found they can contain lead, a neurotoxin that affects the brain even at low levels. The group found lead and other contaminants in all samples of makeup they tested, none of which were listed on the ingredients. The group is pushing Congress to enact stricter laws governing cosmetics ingredients and oversight, and they recommend that parents read and follow all package directions carefully. There are resources online for safe costume and makeup brands. There are lots of great ideas to make this a green Halloween, including donating costumes to children's hospitals instead of throwing them away. There's even a website called greenhalloween.org. You can check them all out at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Also in honor of the horror holiday, the Sierra Club says it's time to put a stake in vampires. Energy vampires, that is. Those are the many appliances and electronics in the home that draw standby electricity, even when not in use. Everything from cell phone chargers to TVs to coffee makers. Altogether, energy vampires can account for 20% of your energy bill, and it's estimated Americans could save $10 billion a year by unplugging these vampires. That's the equivalent of shutting down 30 coal-fired power plants. Now you're talking about, the, for example, the cell phone charger. When your cell phone is not plugged into the charger, you're saying pull that charger out of the wall? Yes, because it still draws energy from electricity even when it's not plugged into your cell phone. Okay, if you say so. Speaking of cell phone chargers, the U.N. Telecommunications Agency has approved standards for a universal cell phone charger that will help cut down on a huge source of electronic waste by eliminating the need to buy a new cell phone charger every time you buy a new cell phone. It's voluntary for manufacturers right now. No word yet on whether U.S. companies will adopt the standard, but a Sony Ericsson spokesman says they will be rolling out the universal charger with their new products starting next year. Well, that would be great because I must have 10 different cell phone chargers here. None of them work together. I don't even know what to do with the old ones, how to throw them out, where to throw them out. And there's lots of toxic waste that comes from that that can be diverted from landfills. Today is the final day of marathon hearings in the Senate Committee on Environment and Public Works, part of the long legislative process of clean energy and climate legislation. It's formally called the Clean Energy Jobs and American Power Act, but we'll call it Kerry Boxer for short. The climate in these hearings has been increasingly heated, with Republicans vowing to delay and water down the bill. Here's Republican Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma. Master denier, this guy. Yeah. You know, science is not settled. Everyone knows it's not settled, but for the sake of this debate, Let's assume it is. It's not, but let's assume it is so we can talk about the economic issues. Well, I, if I was him, I would want to talk about the science either because 
he is just dead wrong on the science. And these folks who have been saying that over the last nine years there has been a decline in, in uh, global warming, he's right to the extent that only if you include the record 1998 year, which was so warm. If you don't include that year, the temperatures have been rising since 1999 and, oh yeah, the hundreds and hundreds of years prior to 1999 and 1998. Well, luckily, Inhofe appears to be alone among Republicans on the committee in calling climate change a hoax. The other Republicans say they do accept the science, just not the Democrats' solution. That was an interesting new dynamic that seems to be emerging from these hearings. Inhofe seems to be standing alone at this point. The other Republicans seem to be recognizing, uh, yeah, we do have some warming going on here. Mr. Inhofe, you're on your own here. Democratic Senator John Kerry was testifying before the committee as a co-sponsor of the bill, and he addressed the economic question. None of them factor in the cost of doing nothing. That's far more expensive for your folks in Oklahoma or for your folks in any of the other states represented on this panel. Senator Kerry is backed up by numbers from the Congressional Budget Office, which did not include calculations on the impact of climate change when it scored the bill. The Congressional Budget Office also says it expects there will be major economic consequences should Congress do nothing to regulate carbon emissions. Conservative Democrats like Senator Max Baucus of Minnesota will get a crack at changing the bill before it's voted out of committee. As Kate Shepard of Mother Jones said, if you like what Baucus did to health care reform, you'll love his plans for the climate bill. Yeah, and Baucus is not a conservative Democrat. He's a corporatist Democrat. I hate to correct you again on that. Nothing conservative about him. He's just looking out for his uh, constituent corporations. All right, I'll read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report.